This is Foxy Digital's Daily for August 10th, 2023. I'm Brad Rose, of course. How's everybody doing? Continuing on here. Another day. Being tired. All right. <laughs> um, the album of the day is Manyara 2 from Imka. I'm really excited about this one, but we'll talk about that more in a bit. Um, I wanted to, there was a couple things that I, I, they got announced recently ish. Uh, maybe one of them yesterday. I don't even remember. I, I have no idea what day. I mean, I, yeah, I obviously know what day it is. Cause I say at the beginning of this, but I also kind of have no idea what day it is. Um, I'm pretty sure this got announced last week. So Alan Cordes and David Grubbs have an album coming out. Brain trust of fiends and werewolves, which is a great title. Incredible cover art from Graham Lampkin, too. It's on uh, Riley Walker's Husky Pants label. I always think about, when I when I think about my favorite guitar players of the last, I don't know, couple decades, Alan Cordes is one that I, I feel like flies under the radar. And I think he's just, he's, I don't know. I, I'm a huge fan of his stuff. And... Uh, and he does, I mean, he's more than just a guitar player, obviously, but I just, I love his guitar playing so much. And so this is such a cool, this is a great combo because, uh, Grubbs is fantastic too. So really stoked about that. And then, um, Metron records announced a the debut a project. I don't know about, but the preview track sounds great. And I'm really excited about it because everything that Metron puts out is I just, I'm super into, but, uh, Gonubi. I think is the name of the project signals at both ears. It's, um, it, it, she is a South African artist and musician. And, uh, it's just, yeah, a really cool cover. Just everything about it looks cool. And I just, like I said, I'm, I'm a big, big fan of that label. There's a uh, Audrey Carmes. I don't know if I said that right. Coming out soon too, that they, I don't think I mentioned on here, which sounds really good. The early fern record. Amazing. Um, there's so many good things. I still, and I still think about that Yumiko Morika album from a couple years ago. They, it was a reissue. If you haven't heard it, you should hear it. Okay. Um, but that is, that's it. I, I don't know. I'm feeling weird this week. Like my kid goes back to school next week. So it's like trying to cram a bunch of stuff in and just have had some, just, I got some different projects that have kind of come out of nowhere that are sort of blowing my mind and freaking me out all at the same time. And so I feel a little all over the place, but in a good way, if that makes any sense, you know, like getting out of my comfort zone here and I'm, I need to do that more. I'm, you know, 44 freaking years old of not now when. So, <laughs> okay. Enough about me. Nobody cares about me. Let's talk about Imka. remember when I first came across Imka's work, I'm pretty sure it was his track visiting another green world. And I was just like immediately taken with his stuff and with the sound worlds that he was creating. I don't think I knew much about the concepts or the approaches at that point. I just knew that 
this was music and these were sonic combinations that I wanted to explore. So eventually I got to Manyara, the first one, and full stop. I love a sequel to an album like this. I ah, I love it. I love my I love that. So nice touch. But anyway, so I eventually I got to Manyara. I wrote about it and I interviewed him for the defunct Foxy Digital's radio show. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And just I don't know, the more I feel like I get to know him and his work, the just the better and the richer it got. So I like I said, I'm a great admirer of his work and all he does. And Manyara too is it's just beautiful and it kind of feels like this crowning achievement music wise uh for him so far. It's more expansive, I think, than his previous work. It's I mean, it's in the same vein, but it just feels more fleshed out. There's there's more emotional depth to the music which is in some ways kind of incredible because I find his work generally quite moving. Uh, the approach of plant-based collaboration and composition remains, but his own skills uh, have been refined and elevated. Like he, his compositional approaches and things here just, it really feels really on a, on a new level. Um, there's moments on conversing which is maybe my favorite piece on the album. I really think it is. I I, I find myself returning to that the most, but where, where these ghostly voices kind of drift in and out of focus. And that's like, that's something new, right? And and they're riding this wave of sort of resonant ringing strings and, and lilting pads and everything. It just comes together in this sort of heart wrenching and almost dramatic way. It's there's even there's a, a wistfulness to it, and it's just so beautiful. And then there's the way that he puts things together. It always feels really immersive, like you, it's just kind of wrapping itself around you in all these different places. Uh, the Wild Dandelions, the opener, it and I highly recommend visiting the release page on Bandcamp and reading his story about the meaning of this song and about the wild dandelion, because it's really, it's just really lovely. Um, but it's such a warm, inviting piece of music and the movement on it, it's gentle and it's kind of arrhythmic. The timbres are really crystal clear and a resonant metallic and just so rich and everything sort of, it's like tumbling forward, but with a smile. It's not over the top, and there's there's this deep sense of appreciating where you are that's like kind of woven into all these sonic threads. I, I really love it. There's just there's so many intricate spaces on Manyara too that you could get lost. It's like a maze. And like you could just at any point, and I mean and I mean get lost in a really wonderful way, like an almost whimsical way, because there's this feeling that every space and every moment here is just created for us to explore and to be in and to sit with. And it's, it's just, it's a trip. It's a journey. Interestingly, the album ends with, well, it ends with the end the tracks called the end, but it's the darkest piece on the album. It's like the rest of the, listening experience was building us up to prepare for this sort of darkness to come. And it really caught me off guard to end on that note, but uh, I like it. I'm intrigued by it. And it got me really thinking about where Imka is going and what's next. It's just really well done. Like all of it's just really well done. 
All right, that is it for today. Hop on over to foxydigitals.zone. Got a cool interview uh, with Infinite Rivers from by Chris Liberato, who writes for us sometimes. Love his interviews. And uh, yeah, holler at me all the different places. Join the Patreon. That would be great. Patreon.com slash foxydigitalis. I don't know. Hope everybody's week's going all right. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, Find some time to keep catching those waves of vibe.